But it didn't take long for 2021 to match some of the craziness that happened in 2020, huh? Um, I'm sure you all are aware of the events that transpired uh, this past week and and the riot at the Capitol and uh, just what a crazy world uh, we are living in. Uh, That's quite an understatement with everything, everything that has transpired in the past 12 months. But in the midst of all the craziness, in the midst of all the mess that we are all living through, we have an opportunity, we have to job, a job to make the best out of it. We need to make the most out of the circumstances that we are living in. You know, we, oftentimes you don't get to determine the circumstances that we are currently living through. However, we all have a choice in how we respond to the circumstances that we are living through. And it's our responsibility to make the most of that, make the most of this opportunity uh, to continue to grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom in the midst of these crazy circumstances. When I think about these crazy circumstances, everything that we uh, have gone through and lived through in this past year, for many of us have experienced different, different trials and tribulations, my mind always goes back to the kingdom, the hope that we have in the kingdom, that one day... One day there is going to be a day where everything wrong with this world is going to be made right. And I don't know, I don't know about you, but that brings me so much peace in my life. That brings me so much hope, and it brings me joy to know that everything wrong with this world, including the virus, including uh, the political mess that we're living through, including all the divisiveness and sin and death itself, all these issues that are going to go away in God's coming kingdom, the hope that we have as Christians. And so I hope that this hope drives you day in and day out. Now, last week, we took a look at the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, and it talks about, Jesus talks about the hope that we have in our coming kingdom. But now Jesus, uh, he, he kind of talks about the hope that we have in a different light. And I just wanted to uh, read this passage again this morning, and we're going to kind of uh, piggyback off of it a bit uh, this morning. But in Matthew chapter 7, near the end of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And so as we talked about last week, here Jesus is talking about the many who believe that he is the Lord. And of those many, there will be many who will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Why? It's because they are practicers of lawlessness. They, they, they do not have habits uh, uh, of seeking to do God's will, but they have habits of sin and, destructi- and destruction and lawlessness in their lives. And so that inspired me, that led me along with a, a book that I've been reading um, to, to start a new series with you all this morning talking about the power of habits. Because in, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 and 23, Jesus basically, he's talking about the people who believe in, in Jesus. And he basically distinguishes the two of them by saying, group A, the many, they do not have a habit of doing the will of God. Rather, they have a habit of being workers of lawlessness. 
As Jesus says in verse 23, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So these people, they are not entering the kingdom because they are practicers of lawlessness. But on the other hand, group B, the few who believe in Jesus, they will inherit the kingdom because they have, they have a habit of doing God's will in their lives. And that, to me, shows the incredible power of the habits that we have in our lives. Habits are so, so important in our lives. And, and, and we can see that in verses 21 through 23. As those who have a habit of doing the lawless things, unfortunately, they will not enter the kingdom of heaven. But those who have a belief, a living and active faith in Jesus and, and their life, their, their, their habits reflect that, they will inherit the kingdom of God. So that's what is at stake with our habits. As habits, they have a lot of say of our life, and they have a lot of power over us. And so this morning, I want to start a four-week series talking about the power of our habits. And it's going to be a, a bit of a different series than what we are used to here, at least since I've been here um, in the past uh, two years previous. Because unlike uh, the other sermons and series I've done in the past, uh, my main source of information is actually not from uh, the Bible. Um, but instead, actually, through this series, my main source of information is going to be through a book called uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, I have to ask, has anybody read this book, Atomic Habits by James Clear? Nobody. Perfect. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking uh, maybe not too many, as it's a rather new book, but it is a number one New York Times bestseller, uh, just, to, just to give you guys a bit of an idea. So, so I encourage you guys uh, to stick with me here. Again, it's going to be diff, di a bit different because my main source of information is not God's word, but is actually going to be a book. But I want to provide my reasoning uh, for doing this, um, but before uh, too many of you guys critique me uh, for uh, doing Doing this um, as our vision as a church is to grow closer to God and expand his coming. If we as a church, if we are growing closer to God on a daily basis, and if we are expanding God's kingdom, then in my eyes, we have done our job. We have been a successful church. That's our vision. That our, that's our purpose as a church, to grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. And so each Sunday morning at, at around 11 a.m. when I come up here to preach before you all, that's my goal. My goal is to help you all grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. That's what all my messages should reflect around, helping you guys, inspiring you guys, encouraging you guys, motivating you guys throughout Monday through Saturday to continue to grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. And I think that talking about our habits, the power of our habits, I think that, that it can have a profound effect on our ability to grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. And so that's why I wanted to talk about the power of habits. Um, there, there, there's uh, a few passages throughout the scriptures that, that implies habits, like Paul talks about praying without ceasing, that's implying a, a habit of prayer. We, we should all have a habit of prayer in our lives. Uh, oftentimes, frequently throughout the scriptures, we're told to meditate on God's word day and night. We're supposed to be studying God's word day and night. It's not saying explicitly, explicitly right there, but that is a habit of studying God's word. 
And so although my, my main source of information through this series is going to be a book, it is supported throughout the scriptures that we are to have healthy habits in our lives. As Jesus says, basically in, in verses 21 through 23, that those who have belief in Jesus and at the same time have a habit of seeking to do God's will, they will inherit God's coming kingdom. They will be a part, they, they, they will be a part of the coming age where everything wrong with this world is going to be made right. But unfortunately, Jesus brings light to us in, in, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, that those who have a belief in Jesus, yet they do not have a habit of doing God's will, unfortunately, they will not inherit the coming kingdom of God because they did not do the will of God of Jesus' heavenly Father, our heavenly Father, as they are workers of lawlessness. And so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about habits. Uh, it, it was very timely uh, for this to take place as well as, as we're beginning a new year, 2021. Um, in the year 2021, I set a couple of New Year's resolutions for myself that I wanted to follow. And one of them is, is that I wanted to read 12 books uh, throughout the year, basically just one book every month. It, it's not, it's not a, a huge goal. It's very attainable. It just takes 15, 20 minutes every day of me reading, and I, can, and, and I can read through 12 books throughout the year. And so I want to start off the year by, by uh, reading Atomic Habits. I'm currently uh, reading through it actually right now, um, about two-thirds the way through it, and I've really enjoyed it. And as I was reading through uh, this book, I knew that I wanted to do a series on it because I, I think that it can have a profound effect on our ability to grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. And so I actually, I actually ordered uh, four extra copies. Um, if anybody would be interested in reading this book, as this will be, uh, again, our main source of information uh, for this week and the three weeks following, I have four extra copies uh, to hand out to anybody for free. It would be my pleasure to give it to you guys to read through it as we're going to be talking about it, but there's a lot of good information that, unfortunately, we do not have enough time to cover. So if you're someone uh, who would enjoy reading this book, uh, come and see me after the service, and uh, you can have a copy of the book and, and read through it as we talk about this material of building atomic habits it is the way that James Clear, uh, the author of the book, uh, puts it. And so today, we're just going to spend time uh, introducing this series, and we're going to talk about how tiny changes make a big difference. And then next week, to give you guys uh, an idea of what we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks, next week we're going to talk about how our, our, our identity plays a major part in our habits and vice versa. And then weeks three and four, we're going to be talking about how to break bad habits in our life. And then finally, we're going to talk about how to build good habits in our lives. And so again, this series is going to look a little different than, than what we are used to, but I'm excited as, again, habits have tremendous power in our lives. If we have a habit of doing God's will in our life and we have that living and active faith in God, then we will be partakers of God's coming kingdom. But on the other hand, if we do not have a habit of doing God's will, then again, we will not partake in God's coming kingdom. So that's the power of the habits in our lives. 
So atomic habits. Uh, James Clear identifies or defines atomic as an extremely small amount of a thing, the single irreducible unit of a larger system. It's also defined as the source of immense energy or power. And then a habit is simply a routine or practice performed regularly in automatic response to a specific situation. So basically, what, what, if you were to read this book, basically you'd be learning how these small habits, these, these small atomic habits uh, of these uh, regular practices or routines that we have in life, these small habits that we have in our lives, they can have a profound effect. They have a profound power over our lives. Even just the smallest changes, the smallest habits in our lives can make a big Difference, And again, that's what I want to talk about this morning, how small changes make a big difference. Small changes or small habits make a big difference. So too often as we go throughout our daily lives, we convince ourselves that change is only meaningful if there are large visible outcomes. No, two times we convince ourselves that it's not worth it to go to the gym if we cannot see the physical results of going to the gym. If we don't see the, that, that, those pounds uh, being lost on the scale the next day, we don't think it's worth it when we spend an hour at the gym today and tomorrow we go and look in the mirror and we see zero difference in our bodies. You know, that, that can be discouraging. We think, hey, maybe the, this, this exercise isn't worth my time, energy, and effort. You know, we think that it's not worth it to save an extra $3 and make coffee at our own homes rather than uh, getting it at Starbucks, per se, and, and spend $5 on coffee. Because when we take a look at our bank account later that evening, the $3 that are saved isn't even noticed at all. $3 in the grand scheme of things, that, that, that's not a big deal. And so oftentimes we're, we're discouraged to, to implement these small changes, these small habits in our lives because we want to see some large visible outcome right then and there. Because unfortunately with our society and everything that it offers us, we're, we're becoming more and more impatient. We're, we're willing to wait less and less time to see results in our lives. You know, we, we've talked about this in the past, uh, the, the idea of instant gratification. You know, that our society is encouraging us to be instantly gratified by the actions that we have. We have two-day shipping or even same-day shipping. We have Netflix. You can just watch the next episode. You don't have to wait a whole week for the next episode. We're, we're being more and more impatient, and that's dangerous be, be, because we are no longer finding the value in the small habits, the small changes in our lives. But it's important for us to take note that we are running a marathon. We're not running a sprint. We are running a marathon, not a sprint. And those small changes that we have in our lives, the small habits that we implement in our lives, they can have a profound power in your life, a profound effect. You know, James Clear, he, uh, again, I'm going to be using the names James Clear. He's the author of this book. He kind of illustrates uh, the, the power of small habits, small changes, um, by the idea of continuous improvement. Basically, the idea is if you continue to get better at something each day, you will see some incredible results. 
If you can just get 1% better each day for a full year, you'll end up 37 times better by the end of the year. Just if you improve 1% each day. Ben, would you go ahead and show us that graph? So here's this idea of the continuous improvement, or also known as the power of tiny gains. And so again, the idea is if you just get 1% better every day for a full year, then the idea is you'll be 37 times better than what you started. Let's say uh, you, you decide to go to the gym and you, you decide to go walk on a treadmill. Let's say day one, you decide, hey, I'm going to walk one minute on the treadmill. And then day two comes along and you say, hey, I'm going to improve that by 1%. I'm going to walk on, on the treadmill for one minute and, and about a, an additional half second. That's all 1% is going to get you. And say you did that for day three and day four and for the rest of the year, 365 days, if you improve that time by 1%, you'd start the year at one minute, but you'd end the year at 37.78 minutes. That's incredible. That, that, that's incredible growth just by improving 1% every day. That's the power of a small habit, of a small change as we can continue Continuous improvement has a big impact in our lives. So a couple of things jump out to me when I take a look at this graph. Number one is that if you take a look at, at, at the line that, that is moving upwards, if you take a look at the first quarter or the first half, there is barely any movement upward. You know, it, it, it's barely improving at all in that first quarter or that first half. You know, if we use uh, the, the, this gym analogy, if we continue to use this gym analogy and, and going to the gym and working out, it's true that if you go to the gym, you are hardly going to see any results in, in, in the first couple of days, the first couple of weeks, and maybe even a couple of months. You'll see very little to no improvement in your uh, physical health, and, and that can be discouraging. So that's, that's the first thing that jumps out to my eye is that through the first quarter to about the first half, you, you will see very little improvement, little to no improvement. Number two is that after some time, you will see some big improvements. If we, if we continue to look at the, the upward uh, sloping line there, at the end of the half, that, that last half, you will see incredible results. If you continue to get better and better and better each day, then you will see the results. The results will be there, and, and if we were to figuratively use this idea of getting 1% better each day, uh, which in the grand scheme of things is pretty hard uh, to uh, live by, but if we were to get better 1% every day, then, then ideally we'd be 37 times better by the end of the year. As tiny changes, the smallest changes in our lives can make a big, big difference. And that's made very clear uh, with this graph of the power of tiny gains. But now as we talk about uh, this continuous improvement and the power of tiny gains, there's another truth that, that is brought to my attention when looking at this graph, is that it can go in the opposite direction as well. You know, small habits, they, they, they have a great power over our lives. When we implement a small habit in our life and, and we abide by that habit, we will see the results after some time. It might take a little bit, but we will see the results. Now, unfortunately for us, the, the, the same is true when we implement bad habits in our life. 
When we implement a bad habit in our life, we will see that this bad habit obviously will have negative results over time. I don't think that would uh, bring any of us much of a surprise. If you went to the gym and on, and on day one you walked one minute on the treadmill, and if you got just 1% worse every day for the next year, by the end of the year you wouldn't even be walking for two full seconds. That, 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 that's kind of the impact of a bad habit and leading you down a trail that you, that you don't want to go. As habits, they can have both a positive impact in our lives and, of course, they can have a negative impact in our lives as well. And so these habits, they have much power. And so that's, that's kind of the, the, the first thing that I want you to come away with this morning is that small habits, small changes have a profound impact in our lives. As small changes make a big difference. Small changes equals big difference in the long run. But as we continue to take a look at habits, there, there's another important uh, truth that we need to discover when talking about habits. And we, we've kind of uh, hinted at it earlier a bit. But the idea is that uh, outcomes in our life, they are a lagging measure of the habits that we have in our life. So our outcomes are a lagging measure of habits. The outcome is almost always going to be delayed. As the outcome takes place later in the picture in the grand scheme of things. For example, if we take a look at if we if we took a look at my net worth, it would be a lagging measure of my financial habits today. Because my financial habits, if I implemented them today, they would not have an effect on my net worth for quite some time in the future. So the outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. At the same time, if we took a look at our net worth and, and, and we implemented poor habits in our life, we would see that the outcomes would be delayed. If I, had a, if I was someone who spent a lot of money, more money than I had, it probably wouldn't reflect itself until later in the picture because the outcome is a lagging measure of our current habits. And so again, we, we, we don't see the repercussions, we, we don't see the effects of our habits for quite some time in the future. And let me tell you, this can be quite dangerous because number one, it can discourage us from implementing positive habits in our lives. Because, because again, we're, we're getting more and more impatient in our lives and we want to see the, the results now. We want to go to the gym and, and tomorrow when we look in the mirror, we want to see that we have better physical health. You know, when, when we have good spending habits in our life, we want to see it being reflected in our net worth now. We're impatient. And so these small changes... And the idea that, that the, the, the small changes have a big difference, the idea that the, the, these changes take place over time, it can discourage us from imp implementing these small changes because we will not see the results right away. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That can lead us away from implementing these small changes in our life. But it can be dangerous also because the, the idea that the, the outcomes are a lagging measure, it can be dangerous because we may think that our bad habits aren't a big deal. Because, you know, we, we, we may go and we may smoke a cigarette and we may say, hey, it's not really having a negative impact on my health. 
But if you continue to have a habit of smoking, you will see the negative impacts throughout the rest of your life. As we all know, the, the, the negative effects of smoking. If we use the, 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 the same idea with, with going to the gym as well, if you don't go to the gym, if you eat too much, if you're unhealthy, then you will see the results eventually. If you, if you have unhealthy spending habits, then you will see the results eventually. And so this idea that our outcomes are a lagging measure, it can be dangerous because oftentimes we don't see the negative effects right away. We just slowly creep in to this negative habit, this poor habit in our life. And before we know it, this poor habit is showing up in our life right in front of us. And so your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. That's another important truth that we have to understand about habits. Again, number one, small changes equal a big difference. And number two, your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. But now what does this information uh, mean for us as Christians? How, how can we apply this information to our lives? That little habits, that when we implement them into our lives, they make a big difference in the long run, and that our outcomes are a lagging measure of our habits. How can we apply this to our lives in order that we can grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom? Because, because again, that's our end goal. That's our end goal, is to grow closer to God on a daily basis and expand his coming kingdom. So how can we implement the information in this book and apply it to our lives as Christians and growing closer to God and expanding his coming kingdom? Well, number one, we, we have to realize the importance and the value of building small habits that encourage us to grow closer to God. We have to realize the value. We have to understand the incredible, incredible value of spending five minutes of your day in prayer with God. If you spend just five minutes of your day free of distractions, free uh, of connections to the outside world, if you spend five minutes in prayer with God, you may not see the results immediately. You may not see it in, in the coming days, weeks, or months. But if you were to reflect on your lives a couple years in the past and you implemented this habit, I am positive that you will see growth in your relationship with God. For we can't grow closer to God if we are not communicating with him. Just like any other relationship that you have with any other person in your life, you can't get closer to them if you are not communicating with them one way or another. And again, the same holds true with God. We cannot grow closer to him if we are not communicating and spending that time with him. And so realize the impact that just five minutes can make in your life. You may not see the results now, but I'm telling you, you will see the results in the long run. And so that five minutes of your day has more power than you could ever begin to imagine. You know, another habit that, that's talked about in the scriptures that we should abide by is meditating or studying or reading God's word on a daily basis. We have to understand the value of 10 or 15 minutes of digging into God's word on a daily basis. 
You may not be able to see the results right away. You know, you, you may not be able to experience that you're growing closer to God uh, in, in that moment. But I tell you, if you spend 10 to 15 minutes of your day studying, meditating, and reading God's word, you will see the effects in the long run. I, I think we all know it's very evident when someone meditates, when someone studies and reads their word on a daily basis. I know that, that, that we have a lot of those people here in this room, and it's very clear. It's very obvious that you are reading God's word on a daily basis. I couldn't tell if you read God's word for 10 minutes yesterday, but I would be able to tell if you read God's word for 10 minutes for 10 years in your life. It would be very clear. Because small changes, small habits in our life, they, have, they make a big difference. Just the catch is that that difference is lagging. It's a lagging measure of our current habits. And so we have to understand the value of spending 10 or 15 minutes studying and reading God's word. Just imagine if you spent 10 to 15 minutes reading God's word every day for one year. And, and, and that amount of time, you, you would probably be able to read through God's word in one year. In just one year. I, I know there's probably a handful of us in here who, who have not read through God's word from beginning to end once. But if you just did it for one year, if you read for about 10 to 15 minutes without getting too caught up on some of the, the details or the notes, you could read through all of God's word in one year if you just dedicated 10 to 15 minutes of your day to reading God's word. That's the power of a habit. And another habit that, that we should implement in our lives is, is the habit of obeying God's word. You know, Jesus says that those who believe in him, there will be many who believe in him, but they do not obey God's will. They, they do not follow God's will. And because of that, they will not be partakers in God's coming kingdom. And so when we read God's word, we need to be a doer of God's word as well. We need to be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. Not like the foolish men who built their house on the sand and, and when troubles came their way, their, their, their house collapsed. We need to be not only hearers of God's word, but we need to be doers of God's word as well. And so we need to make small habits in our life of obeying God's will in our lives. And I'm telling you, if, if you just make these small changes today, if you make these small habits today, and you continue with these habits in your life, I'm telling you, you will see the effects. As just the smallest habits in our life, they have an atomic effect. They, ha they have a, an atomic reaction in our lives. Because let me tell you, habits are so, so powerful. They have much power of who we are as human beings, of who we are as Christians, as children of God. And so I encourage you, as, as you go through uh, your, your, your daily life, I encourage you to reflect on the power that your habits have over you. And when we begin to understand the power that the habits have over us, it will bring more awareness to us and it will make us take our habits more seriously. It will make us see the, the, the grave negative effect of a poor habit in our life, and it will make us see the positive effect of a positive habit in our life. 
And hopefully this will bring awareness and hopefully it will encourage and motivate you to get rid of those bad habits in your life and to implement the good habits in your life. As again, that's the difference between the few people in verses 21 through 23 and that's the difference between the many people in verses 21 through 23. So we need to have a habit of doing God's will in our lives. A small habit, small changes in our lives make a big difference. Small changes equals big difference, and outcomes are a lagging measure of our habits. If we realize these two truths this morning, it will go a long way in helping us build habits and destroy habits that help us grow closer to God on a daily basis and expand his coming kingdom. And if you're someone who's had trouble changing your habits in the past, I have good news for you. The problem is not you. The problem is your system. And I look forward to talking about that system in the coming weeks and how we can build good habits in our life and getting rid of the bad habits in our life in order that we can grow closer to God and expand his coming kingdom. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this day. Uh, Father, this morning I just pray that, that we are all made aware of the impact that our daily habits have over our lives. Father, I pray that each and every one of us here this morning, I pray that, that we can be aware of this and I pray that we can uh, attempt to implement it into our lives. That we can get rid of the bad habits in our lives that are weighing us down, that are bringing us further and further away from you. And Father, I pray that we can implement the good habits in our life that encourage us, motivate us, and lead us to grow closer to you and expand your coming kingdom. Father, I pray I, we, we all set our hope, our eyes on your coming kingdom, on you, and on your son. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.